Hey everyone, I'm Nick. And I'm Haley. And we're on a mission to grow into all that God is calling us to be. We've created this podcast to encourage, empower, and exhort men and women to do the same by challenging the world's standards through having real, authentic, and truth-filled conversations. We are here to take a bold stance for set-apart believers, helping them grow into spiritual and emotional maturity. We believe that by connecting the heart and mind, we can finally heal our wounds and break generational patterns that have been holding us back, leading us to enjoy ultimate freedom and produce good fruit in life, individually, in marriage, as well as in other relationships. This is the For His Kingdom podcast. Welcome Welcome to to the the conversation. What is up, everybody? Welcome back. Wow, it's been weeks. A couple weeks. Hope y'all didn't miss us too much. Yeah, you know, we we told you that we would be here every Wednesday, so I personally apologize because uh, we've had a lot of uh, changes this past few weeks, lots of wonderful and great news that we're very excited to share with you, just not right now, so you're going to have to wait on that, but we're (laughs) back things in the works yeah it's, but we are here yeah we're here god is good and uh why don't we go ahead and dive right in let's do it so today we are speaking about understanding our family's impact on our present lives so we're talking about going back so we can go forward and mm. i think this has been such a huge topic for nick and i over the last couple of years honestly yeah because it's it's revealed so much to us about ourselves and once we have awareness of these things then we can change them and so so true i think this is a big topic um especially as christians i mean we're we know we're called to renew our minds however sometimes it's harder said than done and it's like okay moving forward i'll do that but I don't want to look at the old me at all, you know, oh, that's passed away. Let me just keep my eyes moving forward. That's great. But we're still in the same bodies. And so yeah, these bodies, what they've gone through, how they've been programmed, all the beliefs that we've had and even our life before Christ, they're still here affecting us. Yeah. And so we want to talk about this. We want to open the can of worms and hopefully you'll start to see how important this is. Yeah. I agree. I think that's a that's a beautiful topic, and it, it is very important um, because I think there is naturally that balance. Once again, right there's a spectrum. Right there's on one side. Hey, let's. There is a time to just move on. Mm-hmm. We believe that. We apply that in our lives. However, there's also a time to go backwards. Not not backwards as in your your your. Um, we are living in the past. But going backwards in terms of let me see the tracks that I came from, what happened there, why did it happen? Let me extract the juice, the good stuff, and Mm -hmm. then I'll let go of everything else and I can grow Mm -hmm. from this. But unless we go back and we look at that old self and the old patterns, like you're saying, babe, then we we just won't get that juice from the past. And it's just going to be this, this, this this thing that is just in our shadows just behind us but is always there mm. <laughs> still affecting us today yeah it, unless we go backwards i was just gonna say that yeah i think i think there's certain things for all of us that we've known like if you have any level of awareness you know what has been 
the biggest thing that you've needed to get rid of? Either you already have or you know you need to right now. It doesn't align with the way God wants you to live. And a lot of those things are obvious. And so we work at those and we work at those. And that's great. But what Nick and I are speaking about right now are the things that get swept under the rug that maybe aren't as obvious or aren't as common, but there's topics that, especially in the context of close relationships, which we're talking about relationships and marriage and being good spouses and preparing for that, Mm -hmm. that, and for those of you who are married, you know things come up from your past and your family of origin. (laughs) Even if you thought, oh, that's not going to affect me again. Trust me, until you look back and you work on those things and do what Nick just said, it's still there and it comes up and sometimes it's not pretty. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's so true. It's so true. Um, A great example that I was told um, when this was new to me, this, this topic was new to me, was um someone said to me okay so if you have a, let, think of your home right so so this is to you if you're still kind of confused like what are you guys talking about we're christians we're born again leave the old man behind that's true we do need to leave the old man behind and not take back the the old ways of of living however your your our ways of thinking many many times subconsciously they're still there like Haley said affecting our today and so the the example that someone told me that i loved was think of your home and think of someone in your home trashing the place right throwing trash breaking stuff just making a mess of your home then you get home and you see that person doing that and you're like what is going on you kick the person out now here's a question is the problem solved the man is out. The old man, the man is gone. The old man is gone. Did you fix the problem? There's still residue and still a mess. Yeah. The home is trashed. Everywhere. You can tell yourself everything is great. It's still there. So we must clean the mess. Oh, that's so good. I just thought you? of something. It well, it just hit me even okay. deeper when I just hearing Talk you say now. Oh, everything's great. Mm-hmm. Sure, you can live like that. The guy, the the source is gone, like you said. Yeah. But it's so much harder to live in a junky home, yeah. a trashed home. Mm-hmm. It's not impossible, mm-hmm. but it's so much more challenging. Why? Because you trip over things. You can't find anything. I mean, there could be bugs that, I mean, who knows, right? Like, gross. Ain't nobody want to live like that. Hopefully, you don't want to live like that, but picture your emotional and mental life yeah. it can sometimes be like that yeah that's a great example babe. yeah it is yeah i agree and and when i when i when i heard it it hit me as well and i was like wow mm. i was like ah like a light bulb went off i'm like ah, i see so mm. i must go backwards in order to go forward i see so that that's where for me a lot of the um the healing started to take place when I was open to face the past patterns and then diving deep and figuring out why were they there and where did it come from? Did it start with me? Did it start with my parents? Did mm-hmm. it start with my grandparents? Maybe this is a generational thing, huh? Yeah. And and things started to make a lot more sense 
Yeah, that's a good point. Um, that's a good point. And just to preface, whenever we speak about generational things and, you know, getting things from your parents, like habits and beliefs and whatnot, and your grandparents, perhaps, we're not, we're not picking on our parents here. I just want to throw that out there because I could totally see how it sounds like that. But we're objectively looking at facts and we all come from broken families. So this isn't saying that I have a the perfect family and then you're the ones with the problems and, oh, it's because of them. We're not blaming our parents here for anything. They did the best that they could, just like their parents did the best they could. We have to believe that, you know, with the information that they had at the time, right? But knowledge, applied knowledge is power. And so what we're simply doing is we're observing, like Nick said, like, hmm, let me let me think about this. Let me take this a step deeper. And now I can understand and I can make a shift. And not only a shift for myself, for ourselves, right? But I know for Nick and I, it's a big, um, a big why is changing things for our kids. Yeah. Because I mean, I think most parents they wanna they wanna you know raise their kids do better and do better yes. than what they experience and that's amazing and so how can we truly do that if we're not wanting to look at the facts of reality of how things have been like you just gotta do that and make some changes and honestly it you can start to heal even sometimes I mean obviously through prayer but even just through example on your own healing journey your family and your other relationships um, that we're speaking about, sometimes those will start to change too simply because you're doing the courageous thing and you're looking at what's uncomfortable that yeah. most people don't want to do. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. And I, I'll just comment on what you said about families, right? There, there's no such thing as a perfect family. There's no such thing as a pers- perfect person. That doesn't exist. We spoke about that in the yeah, other episode. <laughs> and so this has, this has nothing to do with, with that, um, What it, for us at least, right? And if you're listening to this, you're most likely someone who also cares about this. We care about being proactive. Yeah. We're speaking about being proactive about things. What do you mm-hmm. mean, Nick? What I mean is proactive says we will look at things now Sure, they may be affecting us, but it's not the end of the world, but we're, but we're going to look at it. We will address it. We'll go deep in order to find the things that need to be healed or cleaned or get rid of or exchange um, so that we can be prepared for future times to come, whether that's in our lives, our kids' lives, grandkids, whatever it may be, rather than, oh, everything is great. And then later, something drastic happens. And then we stop to think, oh, wow, there were things there that I wasn't aware of. Mm. Why weren't we aware of? Because we didn't make the time yeah. to do that. And so that's what we're speaking about here. And I think it's a great, it's a great work. Yeah. And necessary. Oh, we know again, it's a so. great work. We've experienced it. Yeah. <laughs> so for those of you who have, you, you know what we're talking about. And there's, it's life and there's fruit. Yeah. And there's fruit that comes from that. So many levels. Yeah, so I want to bring up a Bible verse, um, and this is actually a part of the Ten Commandments, um, and I'm sure hopefully we've read this, hopefully more than once, but um, when I was reading this again, I think there's one part that sometimes it's easy to look over, Mm -hmm. Um, and so this is Exodus 20, 4 through 6, 
and um, I'm just going to read it, actually. The Lord says, You shall not make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God. Here's the key. Punishing the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. Mm. So, of course, he's speaking about idols and having images, right? Um, Second which, commandment, right? This is the second commandment, I believe. Yeah. This well, is the second yeah. part, right? Mm-hmm. after. The, right after, yeah. You shall have no other God before me. Um, and I mean, that's important because first of all, idolatry, one of the biggest sins that we all fall, mm-hmm. uh, so easy to, yeah, literally. So, so easy. And to. so God's speaking about sin. And so he says that he will not only punish the person who sins, but also their children and children and three to four generations. I mean, to me, And on this topic we're speaking about, and I'm sure so many others can relate, especially in today's day and age where everything's so quick, everything's so now, instant gratification. Mm -hmm. We don't really think back and we think that, oh, my life is just me. Mm -hmm. My ancestors have nothing to do with me. Yeah, They were there and I'm here. What does it have to do with me? And I could see how it's easy to think that. But God just said that he <laughs> punishes the children for the parents' sins to the third and fourth generation. That's like grandparent. Like, that's like three to four. That's not just the next generation. Like, that's crazy. It is. How and we could think that. Yeah, it, it is. It's very eye-opening and alarming. And um, it's easy to think, oh, well, that's not fair. Hey, take that up to God. Take that up with God. Because that's, that's, you know, it reveals his character that there are natural consequences to everything. To all sins. Yeah. yeah. I was just and, thinking that. I think all, that's a part of what right. he meant. And, and then the, the, the part right, right after that, what did it say? That he will bless up to a thousand generations of those who will love me or keep my commandments, right? Love him and keep his commandments. So he is also... He wants to mo- love. So, he, he, <laughs> so the, think about that. The, the word says that he will punish three to four generations, but he will bless up to, to, up to a thousand generations. So he's, he is a very gracious God and very loving God. However, he's a just God as well. And so... Mm-hmm. And to think, I mean, think about it, it, because you're so right, babe. I mean, I think when when you first even introduced that thought to me about like our, <clears throat> to think that our, uh, you know, that we're here and like our, my let's say my grandparents have nothing to do with me. Our great grandparents right, who you we fir- never met. Right. When you first yeah. said that, it, it hit me. I'm like, oh, wow, that, you know, I never really thought about that. Mm. But that makes, it makes no sense that it won't. Because we are connected by blood. And so there, there is a connection. Now, it, it's, it, 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 we're not bound by those things. Yeah. Or patterns or whatever they may be. But they influence But there is us. an influence, exactly. And I think we pay a high price mm. um, by not addressing and recognizing that things from the past can and still affect us today. We pay a high price unless we acknowledge that and we choose to deal with it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Literally. I think we often underestimate the deep unconscious imprint that our parents and grandparents, when I say grandparents, you either knew them or your grandparents just affect you through them parenting your parents. So like they affect you, you know what I mean? It's just all passed down. So I think if we underestimate that, yeah, that can be so costly. Yeah. And what we're speaking about here, it's behaviors, beliefs, thinking patterns. I mean, most of the things that we believe and think, they come from our family of origin. Like we don't just, I mean, unless you're a black sheep with a family, which, you know, you could be, but <laughs> that doesn't mean you're not affected whatsoever by them. You are affected. Let me just, it, you for are. The, for the good or, or the negative, yes. like it's, you know, it's still affected you. And so, um, yeah. And I think we, we pay that price until... Absolutely we make the choice, the conscious choice to do something different. 100%. And our, our kids will continue to pay that price too. Like it just said in, in the verse, you know? Yeah, that's so true. And I know that when we were reading, um, we were reading Genesis, right? Recently, we just finished it again. And uh, we, we saw some patterns there. Mm-hmm. There are examples of what we're speaking about. And maybe you guys already know what we're, what we're talking about. But, um, you know, between Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, what are some of the patterns that we that we saw yeah that was good for those of you have haven't read genesis in a while go back and read this after we speak about this and you're gonna be like oh wow i didn't catch that yeah um so some of the patterns that we notice for them uh obviously abraham he had a lying habit yes that was a very constant one there's lots of lying he lied about sarah many things many times (laughs) Um, and then Isaac, you go through and Isaac and Jacob both lied. So it's funny how it's, it's not funny. It's well, interesting. Yeah. I guess that's the word. Um, but they all did the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. is that just not coincidence? It could be our sinful nature. Sure. But like, I didn't have a line. That's not one for my family that I've recognized. You know what I mean? So I think it's definitely, uh, different. Familial. It's different for, for everyone. Yeah. It yeah. makes sense. The next thing we noticed was favoritism by one parent. Mm. So all three of them favored a child. I think Abraham favored Ishmael because he still blessed him, even though that wasn't the son that God was going to bless. Isaac Isaac favored Esau, but then Jacob again lied. (laughs) and took his inheritance um and so anyway yeah it's just and then jacob oh actually last one i didn't finish jacob favored joseph and then eventually benjamin and so there was always that and then scripture made it very clear and so it's like hmm i mean for those of you who have siblings i have siblings i know and my parents did a great job making sure that we knew like hey like we all love you the same you know Mm -hmm. but i'm sure for some families you feel that my parent cares about them way more Mm -hmm. i mean who knows what my brothers think they have their own personal experience you know i'm i'm the first child and i'm the only girl so i'm sure that they could see that my parents perhaps favored me more but in my eyes i'm like no i'm i was just the first born you know it's a little different um yeah, I don't think it was it was something 
that was an example for you. Yeah. But, but we do see with them and there's these examples in the Bible that that was a thing and and it happened so clearly over and over again as it, as if, I mean, it was, once you compare it and you look at it side to side by side, you recognize, wow, this is something that the same thing happened (laughs) with the, with the grandpa, with the dad. That's interesting. Is it coincidence? No, it's not coincidence. Maybe you believe it's coincidence, but to 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 me and to us, it's totally not coincidence. This is this yeah. is a pattern that that was in the family because no one broke the pattern, yeah. and no one recognized that it was even an issue. So, yeah, yeah. you know, that's real. That's, that's real, and it, and it has consequences. Yeah, it creates always. consequences always. Always, because these things aren't these we're giving examples that aren't good right like we said there are things that our parents will pass down that are good and that are godly and that are in alignment with scripture but these examples we're just giving examples that hey there's a lot of there's a lot that's not yeah um do you want to continue i think there's two more um so yeah i mean i'll just add to that where this takes place because i know depending on where the the listeners are um, in this kind of process we're learning these things like where does this take place is it in the, is it in the flesh is it in it, yes uh, but it's specifically in the mind this is a this is a brain activity that we're speaking about this is a hard wire in the subconscious mind that just stays there deep in the person and it's just something that they do without even thinking about it that's where it's hardwired and we need God's help and provision and deliverance mm-hmm. uh, in order to overcome this, heal from it, break the ties, overcome it, create new patterns, the renewing mm-hmm. and renewal of the mind that the Bible speaks about. Yeah, that's spot on, babe. Yeah, I mean, because think about it. Kids see what the parents do. So if your parents lying, children are sponges, like they're going to pick it up and they're going to start thinking lying is okay. Boom. And then no wonder they start lying. Like, it's just, you know what I mean? It's like, come on. Like, if we don't think that we are being influenced, then we're just naive. Um, But anyways, um, (laughs) so the next thing, the next pattern that we noticed was brothers were cut off from one another for years and years and years. So of course there was Isaac and Ishmael. Um, but also Jacob's sons, Joseph was cut off. I mean, they, you know, sold him into slavery and he was cut off for years as well. Like, Mm. it's like, wait a second. Mm. Why? Why? When most families would stay together. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the last thing was poor intimacy in marriages. So that was also another pattern. Um, and that's also something that, you know, it's, it's learned as well. Um, because intimacy, it, we have a lot of stigmas and beliefs, um, and it does stem from what we've seen, what we think is normal. It's most likely what we've seen. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that that's right. Mm -hmm. That's just what we've seen. So that's, that becomes our reality as children. And then we're like, Oh, I thought marriage is supposed to be like this. I thought we weren't supposed to be that close. I thought we weren't supposed to be X, Y, and Z. That's not true. That's just what you were raised to believe for Mm. one example or another, you know, Mm. that, and I just want to also say, this doesn't always mean that parents straight up say, Hey, this is what we believe about this. 
Because most times it's unspoken. It's unspoken beliefs. It's just, like I said before, children watching, observing, soaking, yeah. and then just living. And it's never really addressed. It's just kind of uh, copied, mm. I guess yeah. you could say. That's spot on. That's it. That's facts. We hope you guys are gaining value with this. If you are, drop it in the comment. Let us know what you're taking away from this episode. It's a little, in the comment, he means in the review. Yeah, the review I'm still section. getting these wor- the, the the words <laughs> right. Used to training calls. Yeah, drop, drop some fire drop emojis. Some fire emojis in a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, right, what, so the funny. funny thing is, we're in here by ourselves, babe. This isn't live. I know. I know. <laughs> we'll hear this soon, um, honey. Why don't you mention some examples of different belief topics? Um, yeah, that we could come into our marriages with yeah totally. because that's where we're applying all of this all this applies to your life in general but it's extremely important especially when you get married because like we mentioned before that's when these things come out and for those of you who are married you know you're coming from one background family of origin belief systems behavior patterns sinful nature of this way and then the other person of a completely different way and you're coming together and you're creating something new because now you're one flesh and that's not easy. It's not easy. Um, it's possible with God, but it does take some work and intentionality. Um, and yeah. so what are some topics, babe, that you think it's important yeah. to discuss? Absolutely. Yeah. All of them, <laughs> everything. <laughs> and, 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 and take a, a moment here just to maybe do a real life, um, assessment of your current life right now. And, uh, when it comes to money, finances, success, conflicts, if you're married, marriage, sex, relationships, intimacy, feeling of emotions, your your family um, connections or, or grief or losses that you have, how you deal with them, anger issues, things like that. Take a second and think about yourself and, 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 your, and, and your patterns and then think of your parents. Are there any similarities? Maybe some things that, you know, the way that you react, that you act, that they that they have something similar, one of them. Usually, when if you stop if we really stop and think about it, there is. There is. It's either the same or the opposite yeah. reaction wise. Yeah. Yeah. Either it's the exact same thing, exact same patterns, or it's the exact opposite opposite because we saw it and said i'm never gonna do this (laughs) yeah however that can be good but it can also come from a place of resentment and hurt and hurt so now there's that are they dealing with that oh yeah they are ah bingo you see so there's still something there Mm. yeah there's always something there it goes deep so i just want to throw in some examples and some of those topics just to get people thinking i think this will help um and these are just examples there are so many more and i'm sure you guys can add your own um but i'm just going to throw some out here so as an example on the topic of money here are some beliefs that you can come in um you know into your new relationship thinking and might not align with the other person Mm -hmm. so number one money money is a source the best source of security That's what you've seen. That's what you might think Mm. subconsciously, of course. The more money you have, the more important you are. Make lots of money and prove you made it. Mm. That's how you prove you made it. 
Oh yeah. When I went through this list, I was like, oh man, I'm going to spend some more time here. <laughs> Number two, conflict. Avoid conflict at all costs. How many of those, how many of you, you're, you're trying to like, like, I'm just going to like do whatever. So I don't have to deal with this conflict. That's real. Yeah. Uh, don't get people mad at you. Loud, angry, constant fighting is normal. Hmm. Perhaps that's your belief subconsciously because that's what you've seen. Number three, sex is another topic. Sex is not to be spoken about openly. Some people were raised with the belief that men can be promiscuous, but men, women must be chaste. They must be modest. Yeah, that's a, that's a bad that's one very say. twisted. Yeah. Imagine not dealing with that. You know, sexuality and marriage will come easily. It's not always easy. So imagine having that belief and putting so many expectations on mm. your partner mm. or thinking something's wrong with you or whatever. Um, number four, grief and loss. Sadness is a sign of weakness. Mm. Oh, that's a big one. For we men can just, especially. Oh, this culture pounds us with that belief. Um, yeah. You're not allowed to be depressed. You can't feel sad. That's not good either because sadness is for us and it teaches us. God gave us those emotions. Mm-hmm. They're signs. They're pointing to something. Not forever. We shouldn't live in it forever, so don't, don't misunderstand what I said. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah, we can learn from it. Get over losses quickly and move on. You shouldn't have mm. time to grieve. Mm. I felt that one as a child. Yeah, it's it's hard. And, and again, it's like, why is that, right? It's There's something there to explore. Number five, expressing anger. Anger is dangerous and bad. Well, again, we bring all these beliefs, by the way. Bring all the beliefs that you can write down on these topics for yourself. Put them side by side with God's truth. So as an example, anger is dangerous and bad. Well, the Bible says that it's okay to be angry. You just cannot sin in your anger. Jesus was angry many times. Mm -hmm. So that already debunks that one. The next one, explode in anger to make a point. Mm. Sarcasm is an acceptable way to release anger. Mm. Sure, so many of us have, oh, sarcasm is normal. My, my love language is sarcasm. You see people with shirts like that. I'm like, what? No. <laughs> Y'all, that's hurt. It's crazy. Why are you going to be sarcastic? That's not loving at all. But some of us grow up thinking that that's normal. So, you know. Uh, number six, family. You owe your parents for all they've done for you. Yeah, that that's that's a big one. Feel that one. Yeah, not not that you shouldn't honor your parents. We should honor our parents, like the Bible says, but that doesn't mean we have to physically pay them back. You know what I mean? And sometimes there can be some manipulation there where yeah. kids think that oh, like I have to. You know, it's it's just. There's so many things we could speak about here, but I'm just uh, dropping some examples for y'all to do this on your own because think about it. Yeah. We're just here to to uh, stir up the pot, to stir, to stir up, kick the, the pot. can, <laughs> um, shake things up. So let's see. Last one for family: duty to family and culture comes before everything. You see how that could get in the way between God's word. Mm. Jesus says, those of you who love your father and mother more than me are not worthy of me. Ouch. Yikes. You see, you got to keep these in check, y'all, with scripture. Mm. Um, seven, relationships. Don't trust people. They'll let you down. Mm. Man, well, that's, that's, that's a hard one. You got, never... and, and we must go back and heal 
those wounds in order to overcome like that one is a, is a great example of that yeah once you get hurt you know many times if you're hurt by someone or you allow yourself to be hurt you take it as something that's you know anyways you yeah it's easy to adopt that belief can't trust anyone yeah and then now that becomes a stumbling block for every relationship in the future oh my gosh and now if your yeah. parents had that they taught you that oh that much more yeah. you you have that one <laughs> anyways go ahead yeah uh nobody will ever hurt me again well that one will set you up for yeah, failure too opposite, yeah. don't show vulnerability i think that's another one that this culture pushes you got to be okay all the time how are you doing good like are you really good no we're just we've become robots and Less we don't really favored all the time <laughs> we don't really know how we're feeling so yeah. we just say good because it's that's not real yeah like start start to think when someone asks you hey how are you start to think like take a pause before oh, you answer I? how am i feeling that's a great opportunity to check in with yourself <laughs> that doesn't mean you got to open up to every single person but hey at least use it as an opportunity for yourself i like that um okay we're almost done eight attitudes towards different cultures only be close with people who are like you well that's not good jesus was friends with all these different people completely mm -hmm. different uh do not marry a person of another race or culture imagine parents ingraining that one into you and you know or or certain cultures races are not as good as mine like that that's also not in alignment with scripture you know we we're all, all equal we all believe red yeah we're all sinners who need a savior so that one all these are <laughs> Okay, number nine, success is getting, success is getting into the best schools. Success is making lots of money. Success is getting married and having children. Well, so you'll, if you'll notice you guys, some of these are opposite examples, but imagine you, like imagine me being raised with success is getting married and having children. And then my spouse is success is making lots of money so then we're going to be like completely different vision for the future he might yeah. he does want kids but he might not want kids because he doesn't think that it, it doesn't fit in his definition of success and then me vice versa i'm like why are you so focused on money you see how these things can clash and neither one of us is necessarily right we got to bring both of them into the light of God's word and let God have the final say. That's so good. I love that. I love that you just connected that because for the whole time I, I was mainly thinking of for myself, right? For ourselves, these things. However, when you add that special person in your life, now that becomes even more of mm -hmm. a, of an opportunity and challenge because now there, there's two people that may have things that need to be worked on and through yeah. and, and, and they can, they can, they can clash Oh, and they do oftentimes, again, married folks, you know what we're talking about. Um, okay, last one, feeling and emotions. So Nick kind of touched on this earlier, but you're not allowed to have certain feelings. We run from all the bad feelings. We only want the good ones. Your feelings are not important. Man, I'm sure so many kids have felt that way. Not that their parents meant for them to feel that way, but it, I mean, the trauma can be it can stem from the smallest things. It doesn't have to be physical abuse as an example. Like it could be simply the parent never asking, hey, how are you feeling? Like never really asking them to go deeper in their emotions and open up. Like for kids, I mean, 
that can hurt. Like they're supposed to be the people that care about you most and they're never asking me, you know what I mean? Um, so they may grow up with the belief that my feelings aren't important and just shove them all to the side and then they become more logic and rational focused like mentally, which we spoke about in mm -hmm. a prior episode. Um, but that's not necessarily good because our feelings are important, you know? Mm -hmm. um, not the most important, but they are important. And then the last one, reacting with your feelings without thinking is okay. <laughs> yeah. So obviously that one's also not true. Yeah. But anyway, we hope these examples just got you guys thinking. There's a lot of work that gets to be done. Now listen, y'all don't have to do anything with this. Yeah, do whatever you want to do. But you get to. It's such a beautiful <laughs> opportunity to... We're doing it, but you don't have to do your thing. <laughs> I was going to say, it's such a beautiful opportunity to truly move forward in the sanctification process because it demands that we go back, the sanctification process that scripture speaks about. It demands that we go back in order to break free from unhealthy and destructive patterns that prevent us from loving ourselves and also loving others. Because a lot of these things, I mean, they can keep us from doing that. And if the greatest commandment is to love others, love God, you know, with your heart, mind, and soul, and then love others, how are you going to do that when you have all these limiting beliefs that are holding you back and you're like, you're not even aware that they're there? Yeah, that's the worst place to be in. And I'll, I'll tell you, you know, to you guys listening to this right now, we're not sit sitting here speaking about this because we, we got it all figured out. We're speaking about it because that's, we are actively <laughs> working on these things and tearing down the walls. Um, yeah. There's a great story in Nehemiah, Nehemiah uh, two, between chapter two and chapter four in the Bible that, um, and, and go read it for yourself. But it, it tells a story of, um, you know, a, a a rebuilding of a city, right? Of a great city. And there, there is a man that would, that would go every night, walk around when no one essentially was up, he will walk around the city and he was assessing the, the, the city. He was assessing it for the rebuilding process. So you must assess the land that you live in, in order for you to properly rebuild yourself. Yeah. And I, to me, at least it really spoke to me when I read it, I thought it was very applicable. And I think there's a, there's a principle there mm. that, um, that we can leverage and utilize in our rebuilding and renewing process of our lives. Yeah. So we hope that you, you have gained value and got you thinking Yeah, absolutely. as much as it did us. We might not be in Egypt anymore just like the Israelites. But even though we've come out of Egypt, that doesn't mean Egypt has come out of us, just like they struggled with. And so, so good. I just wanted to drop that there because that's kind of what you're saying. Like, if you don't go assess the city, it's going to be in you forever. Those habits, beliefs, and, you know, maybe things that if you had a clean slate, you wouldn't have chose those. So with God, he can rewrite the story and that's exactly what he does. Amen. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Is that a, is that a great place to start? To, I mean, to start, to stop. 
<laughs> yeah, about that, it. that sounds great. We love you guys. We hope this resonated with you. Like I said, we are just raising awareness on this topic. So we'll get into some more practicals in the future. But Let's do it. Have a good one, guys. God we'll bless see you. All soon. See ya. <laughs> Bye. All right, guys. We really hope you've enjoyed this episode. We've been receiving a lot of great feedback from awesome people since we launched this, and we hope that you are one of them, one of them who cares about these topics as much as we do and have also been gaining value from these episodes. And if so, would you please mind leaving us a nice review and maybe even sharing it with a friend who really needs to hear this? It would be a blessing to us and the growth of the podcast. Also, if you'd like to be a part of a community of more people coming together to heal, grow, and thrive emotionally and in their relationships, click the Facebook group link in the show notes so you can request to join. We recently started this free group and that is exactly how you can stay directly connected to us and also how we can add more value into your life with exclusive content, discussion groups, and other cool tools to come. We're excited to see you there. We love you guys. God bless and we'll see y'all soon.